Welcome to the Smeichel Speaks podcast channel. I'm Joanne Smeichel, and I'm delighted that you tuned in for relevant leadership learning that will help you continue to soar. Enjoy this episode. Do people really trust you? Do they trust your company? Those are questions, I mean, questions worth considering, especially if you want to advance as a leader. I know trust is one of those trite words that we throw around and don't really think about what it means and how it's demonstrated in day-to-day actions. So let's be clear about what trust is. It's when we believe, deeply believe that a person or an organization is capable, is reliable, is sincere in their motives. It's when we believe that a person or an organization is honest and of good character. So that's pretty much trust in a nutshell. The capacity to transform individuals, teams, organizations, and our world is rooted in establishing trust. It's not rooted in words. It's anchored in deeds. You know, it takes a series of consistently positive interactions to earn trust and just a few missteps to lose it. Building and maintaining trust is at the top of the list of critical leadership responsibilities. It's important for team members to trust each other. Yes, of course. But they also have to trust the leader and the entire organization. There are three types of trust I want you to think about. The first one is strategic trust, and that's the trust that employees have in senior leaders to make the right strategic decisions. This is their expectation that you as a leader will have the vision and the competence to set the course, to allocate resources appropriately, and to fulfill a well-articulated mission and to really help the company succeed. This is when they don't think you're all out for you, but they they think that you're making good decisions for the company. The next one is personal trust, and this is the one that we most often focus on. And this is the trust that employees have in you as the leader and as you, you as a human being. This means that they believe they'll be treated fairly and with respect. And they believe that they'll have their needs earnestly considered in the decision-making process. The last one is organizational trust. And this is the trust that people have not in you, the leader, but in the company itself. This is the belief in the fundamental purpose of the organization. It's the belief that the processes are well-designed, that they're consistent, and that they're equitable. This is the belief that the company makes good on its promises. So we got strategic trust, personal trust, and organizational trust. And the three are interconnected. When a leader is vague and evasive, unsure, or deceitful, the employee views him or her as the organization. Then they're not just skeptical of you, the leader, but also of the entire organization. So I want to talk about the foundations of trust, the foundations. The first one is common values. Most of us are more likely to trust people who have similar values and beliefs. 
We're able to connect with people who operate by the same principles and live by the same moral code that we do. The question for you is this, are your values, are your values clear? Do you communicate them through word and deed? People want to know what you stand for if they're ever going to trust you. So are you clear on your values? The second brick in this foundation is all about interests. Do your interests and the organization's interests align with the employee's interests? So this brings up the question of whether you've made the mission of the organization compelling to the people who have to fulfill it every day. It's easier for them to align with interests that have meaning to them. And what this really means is that the organization's purpose and its vision have to be clear. You got to build dialogue about those things. You also have to help employees see how their efforts support this much bigger strategic picture. You know, making that clear enables them to develop interests that align with yours as the leader and with the larger organizations. I did a really cool consulting project with a credit union, and the CEO really believed strongly that every single employee had a role in the growth of the credit union and creating a trusted institution that was the first financial choice for every credit union member. This was cool. Every time he met with employees, he created dialogue about how their individual interests in personal excellence were in complete alignment with the growth goals of the credit union and its aim to be the first financial choice for every member. You know, his, his work, that hard work to align interests paid off. You know, they've grown in asset size, in branches, and now they're poised to become a community bank. So really making sure that interests align is important. The third brick is competence. Nobody trusts a leader that they think is incompetent, out of touch, or or just dumb. We don't. We just don't trust those people. We want to believe that our leaders have a lot of active brain cells that they employ on a regular basis. We feel confident when our leaders have expertise in their subject matters. That means that people are looking to you to demonstrate knowledge and mastery. I'm not talking about being arrogant or being cocky or being a know-it-all. What we're looking for, if we're going to trust our leader, is to know that they're smart and that they're savvy in how they employ their intellect. We trust leaders who are lifelong learners, who are constantly sharpening their skills and building their own knowledge base. The next brick in this foundation is integrity. This is all about ethical standards and ethical behavior that set the tone for honest business dealings. When I think about integrity, I think about people with the courage to take an unpopular position. And I know that can be tough for leaders who are just wrapped up in the politics of the organization because they sometimes lose sight of their commitments. They also sometimes lose sight of their values. There are some small things, little tiny things that demonstrate integrity. Do you kind of fudge on reports so that production looks higher than it really is? 
I'm not talking about big, egregious things like lying on earnings reports. I'm talking about those little omissions, that little creative reporting that doesn't quite reflect the truth. It's those little acts that give insights into true character. And I'm of the opinion that too many of those little acts lead to big acts that make a lack of integrity really obvious. The fifth and the final brick in this foundation for building trust is compassion. Compassion. We're more likely to trust leaders who genuinely care about us, who care about our needs, and who also care about the larger organization. These are the leaders who are able to hold people accountable while they still respect and honor their humanness. Their humanness. These are the leaders who care about the welfare of others. They factor the human element into all of their decision-making. They find ways to connect with people in ways that show that they genuinely care. Now, I'm not saying that these leaders are always running around with bleeding hearts. What I'm saying is that they know enough about people to draw out the very best in them. They demonstrate genuine care for the individuals. They're concerned about human well-being. As you think about your leadership, I want you to think about these five foundations of trust and be sure, be sure, be sure that you're attending to each one of them. Common values, aligned interests, competence, integrity, and compassion. Those are the bricks that form the foundation of trust. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope you got tools that you'll actually use and share. Subscribe if you haven't already. I add new and relevant leadership learning all of the time. If you haven't visited the Smichael Speaks YouTube channel, check it out. There's all sorts of new content. All of this is virtual leadership learning that will help you soar.